0: is up everyone and welcome to subjectively speaking my name is jeremy paul
1: and i'm laura norman and this is episode 26 game 29 the columbus blue jackets versus the dallas stars in what has felt like a very very long time the blue jackets came away with a 4-3 overtime win against the stars and it was a pretty pretty magical evening i think
0: it was fascinating. I had the pleasure of taking my father to the game. Shout out, Randy. Um, what up, Randy? I know I took dad to the game, which was really fun. It was really good. But um, like, yeah, obviously like a win tonight and, you know, magical is a, an okay way to describe it. I think for me, like just being there, like I found myself the whole game, like waiting for everything to fall apart. which made it slightly less enjoyable because, like, I just know this team. And, of course, you know, it's made to be 3-3. We probably almost lose that game and probably should lose that game at the end of regulation um, because Dallas just, like, absolutely starts, like, assaulting um, Elvis. But, thankfully, he stands on his head and we don't. Um, So, Max Domi finds himself in a rhythm as he, he scores game, his first, uh, or not his first, but the first goal of the game, um, his fifth of the season from Rossovic and Bemstrom, uh, nine minutes into the game. Um, Dallas comes back. They tie it up. They, don't, they then take a 2-1 lead in the third period, and then within exactly our second period, thank you, Laura, for the head <laughs> shakes. Um, and so in the second period, then Cam and Nick come through a minute apart. um, They score. They give the Jackets a 3-2 lead. And then, like I said, Dallas uh, ties the game 3-3 in the third period. We go to overtime where Zach Werenski, with 4.5 seconds left to go in the overtime period, wins the game for the Columbus Blue Jackets by a score of 4-3. to And I just like, I'm just, I watched that overtime period. And obviously, like, I felt like the Blue Jackets dominated that overtime period, which let me tell you the joy of being physically present and seeing that Nick Felino did not start an overtime period. <laughs> I lost my mind. And now I know the semantics of like, yeah, like Boone usually does it. He gets off the ice and then Nick comes on. No, no, no. No, he did not this time. Boone gets off the ice after the face-offs one is replaced by uh, Cam Atkinson. And then they can establish some zone time with uh, Patrick, Nick, or no, oh my God, not Nick. Jesus, I'm just traumatized. With Patrick Cam and Seth and things go well that was a pretty good overtime to watch
1: yeah there was um and I don't know since I wasn't at the game with you I don't know how it appeared um live in person but the big thing that everyone has been talking about um about this game is the in the middle of the second period during a TV timeout, Torts called the whole team to the bench and had um, what we can all assume is just one of his, like, motivational, slightly threatening um, pep talks. Um, and the Blue Jackets after that really sort of just, like, shifted gears. And in all of their postgame interviews today, they all admitted, like, in the first half of the second period, we weren't playing the right kind of hockey. We weren't doing what we needed to do. They have this little like, you know, powwow I guess with with torts, and they come back and Cam and Nick score a goal a minute apart. You know, they start playing better. They start being more defensively aware of things. Yeah, we lose it a little bit in the middle of the third period, and they start. You know, Dallas goes on the offensive majorly and beats up on Elvis a little bit, but Elvis, you know, like you said, stands on his head, has some beautiful saves that are just kind of like miraculous, where you're just like, what? How? But that's Elvis. That's his style of things. Um, and yeah, I I kind of, I mean, even though there were some really, really bright moments in tonight's game, I was the same as you. Um, <laughs> and probably because we've talked about it before, but I, the way I watch games at home, there's always like a 30 second delay to either if Jeremy's there or Jeremy's watching it in general, like we just have a delay. So, and we text each other throughout the game. So I always find out things happen before they actually happen. And so there was a couple of times where Jeremy had texted me and I was like, oh shit. Like what happened, and I don't look, I don't like to look until something happens. Um, But I was convinced in overtime that we were gonna, that we were just gonna lose it all. Um, And was obviously very happy um, to see Zach get that goal with just literally moments to go before a potential shootout, which everyone knows that I hate because I don't like them. but yeah so this game was just interesting um literally only one penalty during the whole 60 minutes which was a penalty shot earned by Emil Bemstrom um in the second period it didn't go well like he didn't i wouldn't say it didn't go well he did a third period sorry third period um it i mean he gave it a valiant effort um it, but the part of it that I, <laughs> the part of it that I love, though, was that the whole team was up on their feet, like clapping their sticks, like really, really rooting for him. And I was like, this is what I love about them um, when they're feeling good, how supportive they are of each other. And that sort of shined through all the way to the end. And after they won and I texted this to Jeremy. after they when they came out and they addressed the fans again, which I just will always think is beautiful. I hope they continue to do it after um, wins and stuff. Um, and they also like every single announcer was talking about the smile on Patrick Laine's face. Like they were like the first time in weeks have we seen a smile on Patrick Liney's face? Um, and they're like, and he didn't even score a goal. He was just happy to win. <laughs> um, so yeah, so add a, a Patrick Line smile and then a really adorable shimmy shake jump hug with Elvis and Dick. And yeah, it was a, it was a feel good kind of situation.
0: I need you to know that I... <laughs> was out here trying to get good like podcast social media content and so obviously like when Bemstrom has a penalty shot I stand up I start recording because I'm like I need to get a goal on my phone to post on our Instagram on our wherever and I'm recording and obviously like no goal and I just go what was that <laughs> Because I think, like, from where we were sitting, we were, like, in the very, like, literally the last row of the arena. And so, like, a lot of the stuff, like, and I texted you a couple of things, like, that were happening more, like, on the crease and, like, all that kind of stuff. Like, more, like, at the net plays, like, depending on the end, were harder to see mm-hmm. than I remember them usually being when I sat up there. And so that was one of those things where I was, like, I don't even know if that was a good shot. I couldn't even tell. What was that? <laughs> I literally just went, okay. Um Oh, I didn't say this at the beginning of the podcast, but I feel like I need to address it. The absolute weirdest pregame that maybe this is why the game just doesn't feel like that exciting for me or like that, like, like I'm not feeling feel good before this game because the pregame was so weird that it just like didn't feel like I was at a hockey game the whole time.
1: What happened?
0: They just like didn't play music at the beginning of like they like they didn't come out to like music.
1: They came out to silence
0: yes the sound of by siren and garfunkel or Disturbed, <laughs> whatever your preference is preference oh my god y'all um yeah so whatever your preference is but yeah they didn't come out i think there was something wrong with the audio it was really weird and <laughs> finally the, they started to get it and they started playing machine head but yeah it was literally just greg murray um saying like and welcome to the ice you cool hummus blue jackets
1: well, that's even weird to hear without.
0: <laughs> no noise, no noise at all. And you know how like, um, was oh my god! I know the warm up sound like whether they play when they're marching out onto the ice. It's like the chimes. Like, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So not those, but the ones that they play like before they come to the ice normally. Yeah. The, oh, like- it's a- Yeah, yeah. Like, you're-, you're welcome for that quality ASMR. Just none of it absolutely not of it <laughs> it's like so I, actually, I just just came out of the tunnel
1: were the lights working or was yeah were the house lights just on
0: no the lights were working do you see my weirdos. poll on our twitter
1: oh i did see it but yeah I, that was what it was said, about i thought maybe it just like cut out in the middle of
0: no it just straight up didn't play i don't know what was the results of that let's find out so that way we can tell you whether or not you were right
1: i believe bad omen was the bad word. omen
0: bad omen was the vote um y'all were wrong it was a good omen i guess but yeah so that was funny i'll post that emil bemstrom all that to say i'll post bemstrom's (laughs) penalty shot to social media because i thought it was funny i was just like oh okay
1: interesting yeah no i knew i didn't i don't remember you told me when i saw you earlier today where you were sitting um but I assumed that you were sitting somewhere awkward because you asked or I had said you know bless Elvis because literally um and you were like yeah I I wasn't quite sure (laughs) if he saved it or not and I was like where why can't you see this um but in one of his miraculous third period saves where it was just like what's happening thank god um But I'm glad that you got to go and have fun with your dad. So that is exciting. I got to lay on my couch in pajamas and watch it comfortably from my home. So that was a good time for me.
0: I love that. That sounds so cathartic. I'm like, I have to figure out where I'm going to watch the game tomorrow because I feel like I might have to listen to our friend Bob McGilligut. For part of it, because I'll be driving down to Athens at some point. So I always actually kind of enjoy that, though. I know I've said this on this podcast before, but I always enjoy, like, sometimes getting that perspective of not having to hear Jeff Rimmer say Sergey Bobrovsky when we're not playing the Florida Panthers.
1: Yeah. There were some weird moments tonight. Both he and Jody were kind of falling over themselves a little bit on certain things.
0: But... They do that sometimes. Like, they, I feel like they do that a lot more this season than I remember them ever doing it.
1: Well, I think it's just like they're in a different environment. It's not like what they're, you you know, how everyone is. But they were 85% fine um, this evening. But, you know, the other thing I loved about tonight was so many people, not so many people, but a a nice chunk of people broke no scoring uh, streaks. You know, Cam got his first goal in six games Nick got his first goal in 16 games. Um, yeah. And Zach got his first goal. I want to say Zach's was also a large number.
0: Well, it had to be. He only has two this season, and I can't remember like the last 21 time he games
1: or something like that.
0: That's so sick.
1: Um So it was nice. And obviously Max gets, you know, two, two games in a row that he gets a goal and he got an assist this evening. Really, really nice to see Max getting in a rhythm and finding those moments and feeling more confident. I think the goal um, you could tell, I think if you look at how he's approached the net previously, you can tell that in games past, he would have tried to pass it over. But instead he just took the shot tonight and it went in and it was, you know, that's what he needs to keep doing. Like he needs to feel confident enough in himself to just shoot it instead of passing it right in the crease. Cause it doesn't really work a lot of the times with us. So, you know, so it was good. And, you know, Boone did really well on face-offs tonight. Um we were a little more even keel with Dallas on faceoffs than we have been with most other teams, but you know they still outshot us by a lot. And I almost tweeted from our account like halfway through the game before the before Cam's goal. I was like, "You can't score goals if you don't shoot the puck," because we literally had no shots on net for like the first half of the second period, which is why they got the conversation from Torts because he was like, "You're embarrassing." Like, literally, I don't know if you listened to Nick's interview when you were in the car on the way home, but um, Nick sort of alluded to the fact, Nick and Cam both did, sort of alluded to the fact that Torch was like, you're playing in front of your own fans. Like, this is embarrassing. Like, you need to pull it together. And I sort of love that, because if that's what's going to help them, then at least we'll maybe do better at home games when they feel that, you know, they don't want to embarrass themselves in front of their own fans. Like, if we can just do better at home games, that's fine. Like, you know, I'll take it. Because that's where it's really more important. Like when potentially we're there or we're in our arena and it's always nice to hear the things, the canon and the no streamers, but COVID, you know. One day I'll get my streamers back. One day.
0: What if they just don't?
1: I'm gonna write a letter if they don't.
0: Oh yeah, that's fair.
1: At some point, streamers.
0: I have to say, like, kind of going back to your point about, um, you know, talking through the the streaks that have been broken, all that kind of stuff. Like, I I found myself really liking and this is not really about streaks actually at all, so I don't know why I'm saying it, but, like, you you talked about Max, like, starting to, like, you know, really seem like he's, like, coming into it, like, all that kind of stuff. It's, like, for him, like, I really like watching him and Roslevic play together. Like, I think that they played really well together today, and I think the addition of Cam on that line uh, is really, really good, And, and it makes me think, like, if we could get a bona fide actual like first line center, whose name isn't Riley Nash, no offense. Like that's a really dangerous top six. Like that's like yeah. a really good top six, I think. And like, that's where like things are going to get interesting this off season. Cause obviously you're not going to get that this year, but I, yeah, I heard, I was like, I could be into that if we could find somebody.
1: Yeah. And I think tonight we saw a little bit of a glimpse of what I believe Yarmo was trying to accomplish with acquiring Max um, in free agency is this relationship with him and Cam, um, or not free agency. I'm sorry, we traded for Max. I just had a flash to like, Josh Anderson went somewhere. There we go, exchanging. Um, but, you know, to, <laughs> to, you know, Yermo had the intentions of Max playing with Cam, and I think we saw a little bit of that energy, that chemistry, that potential, Um, so that was really nice, and, you know, as much as I hate shame culture, like, Max and Jack got some shame and shade thrown at them, and they've come back, they've come back, and they're trying to rally, and they're trying to prove that, like, you know they are capable and you know hopefully that continues and hopefully that fuels the fire and you're looking at me like I'm incorrect
0: no I'm not I'm like processing because like I was still angry at towards today with his press conference where he was like Jack cost us a goal and I was like all right but like can he have this can he have a three assist night like can can you have that conversation with him behind closed doors
1: Yeah, I think Torts is just, well, he even said, like, granted, they did not play. Obviously, they did not play perfectly tonight. But the first few words out of his mouth in his press conference were, I thought we played better in the other games. And it's like, that's fine. Like, cool. I get it. Yes, we probably did. But can you not just let them have this one...
0: The team that's literally struggling with confidence, the team that literally is afraid to spell their own name on a fucking spelling test, like literally them, like,
1: like they find they haven't gotten a full two points since my birthday. Am I right about that?
0: Yeah, but you say that like it's like a really long time. To- like I mean, like it's like what well, three, it's or four the games?
1: Thirteenth. It's a- eleven days ago.
0: Well, hey, you again baby blue jacket fan eleven days without two points is that's okay.
1: (laughs) I know I understand. But like in this situation that we're in, it seem it feels like so much longer because literally we've gone from like not that many games to now we're in the second half of the season, like in very short time period. So but yeah there was just there were some good things tonight and I hope that they can get some, a little bit of rest tonight and come back and hopefully do it again tomorrow, maybe even a little better, maybe not even have to put it into overtime. Um, I think it would be great for morale if we could win it in regulation um, slash win it. Uh, Cause you know, we don't tend to win more than one or two games in a row. Yeah. Um,
0: but yeah. Well, and I think I actually would say like I almost wonder if them winning this game in overtime is more of a confidence boost for them than it would have been if they would have won it in regulation because like this has been something they literally have not been able to do all year. Like they have struggled so hard with winning games in overtime. So, but you know what hit me is that we are 2-0 oh, and like I'm 2-0 oh, and 1 at games this year. So we we have a point streak going on. And I'm not saying I'm a good luck charm. But I'm not saying that I'm not.
1: Yeah, I'm 50-50 right now.
0: Yeah. Great. But again, you got a point in the, in the one that you lost. It just hurt. Wait. Oh, yeah.
1: No. Yeah? Yes.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Literally okay. Thursday's game. Literally Thursday's game we lost in overtime to Florida.
1: Time is a flat circle correct (laughs) but so yeah but still you know still that was also one of the worst losses I've ever witnessed in person (laughs) so (laughs) to give up a a three goal lead and then lose in overtime is not great give up giving up a three goal lead in the third period you know it's just but we're not going to talk about that because we're going to talk about tonight where they won and there were good things. And, you know, I think it was great that Elvis got a win. I think he deserved that little push after the other night and after everything that he's been through. Um, and it's just, yeah, good to see him, see him, see the whole team with a win. Like just, I hope that they feel good tonight. Um, and can feel good but not overly confident I don't think that they feel overly confident but I don't want them to feel overly confident
0: I don't know that they're capable of feeling anything less than like underconfident (laughs) that's true (laughs) um I think yeah I, I don't know I thought it was fascinating um and hopefully like again like it's those games that you build build on I mean like like all obviously like Oliver Bjorkstrand is finding his rhythm. He gets another point tonight. Um, you know, again, like I mentioned, like Jack Roslovik has a three assists tonight. It's like what? Uh Emil Bemström like looked pretty decent, to be completely honest. Like, and I don't know how much of that was kind of carried by um him having started the game with Max and Jack. Um, and you know, them kind of you know playing well together as a unit. Uh I think. And I, Torts mentioned it, or maybe Torts didn't mention it. Maybe somebody else mentioned it. Yeah, no, it was Torts where he was like, I just want one to go in for Bemmer. Like, I just like, once one goes in, maybe he was like, and you get that penalty shot and you think maybe, and he tries a move, doesn't work out. And then he puts one off the goalie, like all this kind of stuff. So, yeah, I mean, if he could, if he could score, maybe that'll, maybe that'll help him out. Maybe that'll help him break out of the thing. I just like, I, I keep waiting for him to arrive. And I keep waiting for Texier to rearrive. Yeah, literally
1: all of Twitter tonight was like, really like, Benstrom can't buy a goal right now. Like, you know, the poor kid was definitely trying and definitely really putting in some good effort. And I do think that he was so nervous before that penalty shot because he just kept sort of like circling around and circling around, like okay what am I gonna do what am I gonna do here like and which is the other reason why I love that they all stood up and were like supporting him because I think he was very in his head he tried like you said he tried to move it didn't go the way that he wanted to but you know it is what it is like even the best scorers haven't gotten penalty shots this like Cam you know, has had a penalty shot this season and it didn't go in. So, you know, it is what it is, but.
0: They were all standing up on the bench thinking, please Bemer score so that way we don't have to get yelled at again. <laughs> there was, there was nothing about confidence. It was a, Hey, do this so we don't get screamed at. <laughs>
1: <laughs> They're like, dad's mad. We just like want him to chill out. Um, but no, yeah, it was, it was good. So we'll see. Again, I'm still leaning on the whole like if they win, awesome. If not, okay. You know.
0: Sure, sure. No sense in no sense in letting this game um you know, change your expectations of where this goes. Like that's my like fair warning and word of caution to folks in, out there like cuz the other aspect of this right is like Dallas is not one of the teams that we're trying to leapfrog. Like they're a team that we have to be better than. Like, we have to keep playing better than them. But, like, we need to hop over some teams that we have games on still this this season in, in, you know, the likes of Tampa Bay, Carolina, and Florida. You know, obviously we've played six out of our eight against Chicago already. But, like, those are the games that, like, you start stringing together a group of wins against those teams and, like, maybe we can start having a conversation about, is it possible that this team could – maybe like make themselves relevant again but until that happens like please don't please do not hop on our twitter and be like are they gonna do it they no no they shouldn't i mean and like this is the other thing that i'm worried about too and i know twitter talks about this too where it's like the idea of god forbid us actually like start playing well here over the course of the next few weeks and then you know kick a line and get in his head that we have a chance to actually do something and trade away the future and trade away assets for now when in reality like that's not what we need
1: correct yeah yeah i mean i think we i'm gonna shift focus because i think i think you would agree that we've talked plenty about the game it went well in our favor awesome but let's talk about some of the other weirder things that have happened in the last 24 to 36 hours like why the f we traded away a goalie yesterday
0: oh my god yeah we jinxed that when we when I tweeted the Vinny Vivalainen era has begun in Columbus and then he was traded that week yeah my fault Vinny I hope you didn't want to stick around because I messed that one up for us but yeah I don't know it was just like out of nowhere we were just like okay um and I guess it it's not, just, like, super out of nowhere because apparently the Blue Daggers were looking to acquire um, the player who I keep literally looking in my, like, I didn't know. I, I, his look, first name is Miko. I know it's, like, Le, lay le, 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 Lou.
1: Leighton? Miko Leighton? Is that correct?
0: Uh, or it's something like It's something like that.
1: No cuz I when we when it came out yesterday I texted you I was like were we just like looking for another player named Miko cuz
0: right LA right right well let me go to the PR website it's yeah Miko Leighton from Toronto and he has played in 9 games with the Leafs this year is uh and has three assists yeah i don't know it just feels like a weird we're-
1: we traded a fin for a fin,
0: and yeah. apparently, and so apparently, Armo was interested in him during um, free agency this year too. Um, but obviously, Toronto <laughs> ended up winning out. He was from the KHL, uh, you know, coming over into North America. So we'll see. I don't know. He'll be assigned to the taxi squad when he clears protocol because I think that's where he was at with with Toronto, and that's just kind of how the shindig works. Maybe he'll get work up there, but like, I just like, I don't know, like there's part of me where I'm like, who, who is he replacing? Right. Like, is he replacing, um, you know, a David Savard when David Savard gets traded?
1: Yeah. I kind of think that that's the motivation is he's looking to bring in another piece because he knows we're going to trade out Savard and you, you, you didn't hear the commentary today because you were at the game but it was weird I almost texted you to be like I feel like Jody knows something that we don't know because Jody and Jeff were talking all about how (laughs) David Savard is like and he is he has done really well in in playoffs for us but he's like a really key player for playoffs and like all this sort of stuff and like yeah he hasn't had a goal in over a season all this sort of stuff but like he's a really key player for playoffs and like that's been a really big thing for the Blue Jackets and like blah 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 and was very much this energy of like oh they know that Yarmo is trading him away for someone who's going on a playoff run like and it just felt very. they were very sweet and complimentary which is like very lovely um and also as we all know, I'm the softy. So I'm like, oh, Savvy. Um, but yeah, it just was like blood in the water. Like, let's talk nicely about David Savard because Lord only knows how long he'll be here. So we'll see. But yeah, no, I do think this edition of miko Leighton uh, or Leighton is because we're going to be getting rid of a defenseman, um, more than likely David Savard.
0: So I just wonder like how much like like do we have to really give up Vinny Vivalainen because I mean like between Vinny Vivalainen and Daniil Tarasov like we talk a lot about how our goaltending depth is like really strong and obviously like you only have one goaltender playing at once like I get it like but it's just fascinating to me because like we were having these conversations probably like three years ago with our defense we were like oh my god we're so deep in defense like Oh my goodness, like whatever we're going to do, like we're going to have to figure something out and then like all of a sudden we're like, I don't know, trading for a defenseman because we don't have the defensive depth that we had previously. And I guess I should say like not that we don't have the depth, but like that we don't really have like cuz we do have a lot of depth defensemen like, but we don't really have like a top 4 uh it, without Savard have- there, we don't have a top 4. Like and and so it's like, oh, so like we're like uh, oops. Um and so so yeah, I think that's fascinating because now I'm like, okay, so like obviously Venice Lion's gone, and that also means like you're you're still going to lose either Elvis or Corpy at the end of this season. So you're looking at Elvis Cor or whoever stays between Elvis and Corpy, Kiv Lennox and Tarasov, Like are the three. Yeah that you're and Tarasov's at. not even here yet. He will be by the end of the season, is what Yarma said. He won't yeah. be in Columbus. He'll probably be in Cleveland. But once the KHL season is over, the expectation is that he'll go to Cleveland to start getting used to some uh, North American ice, which is good, because I think that was some of Elvis's like adjustment was kind of like getting used to the different dimensions of the ice and all that kind of stuff. So it's good that he'll have that chance. Yeah, and,
1: and the speed of the game. The speed of the game is different in North America versus – over in Europe I don't know how many people know that like that the rink is or the rinks are different sizes and the speed of play is different um so that's why some players have a harder time adjusting when they come over um but it's also why you know players like during the lockout players went over to Europe to play um because it's like I would say less injury prone because it's a summer or a slower gameplay. But um, yeah, so it's fun things you learn when you learn about hockey. Um, so we'll see. But yeah, it was, it was just such a random, random thing to happen amidst all of the other, you know, because everyone was still very much in the drama of what had happened the night before. Um, and that was not the, the news I was expecting uh to get but you know in Yarma we trust so we shall see I guess
0: we shall see well speaking of things that we shall see Blue Jackets play a game in 18 hours correct and uh, my assumption is that Corpy will start I doubt they'll throw Elvis in back to back um, I don't expect very many other changes. I thought it was interesting that Kukan went in today. Well, Kukan stayed in. I guess realistically, like, Gavrikov went in for Carlson because uh, Kukan stayed in the lineup. So Carlson was a healthy scratch tonight. It'll be interesting to see, uh, you know, if that happens. I assume that the lineups will be the same tomorrow. Like, I can't imagine there being too much difference, but we'll see. And I think like I'm hoping that Torts, like sticks like sends out the lines that we're gelling toward the end of the game tonight. Like I hope that's what he sends out tomorrow. Like I hope he doesn't try to like reconfigure stuff and figure that out. Like made,
1: I think he made some good adjustments tonight. And it's worth trying those adjustments out for a full 60 and seeing how they work.
0: And it's after. gonna hurt him. Like it's going to hurt him to like. Leave yeah, because he's alone. super
1: he super loves
0: you know hockey player boggle and I have to say like it doesn't always not work correct but it's also just really doesn't work correct Riley Nash is the first line center of this hockey team I that that's just (laughs) true like that's just true like he just is right now and that's still so interesting to me
1: and this is my this is my other thing and you know that I dislike him greatly but and sometimes I, in the last week since Riley Nash has become our first line center, sort of wonder if pierre Lou Dubois texted anyone and was like, Jesus Christ, like, <laughs> what, what? <laughs> like,
0: I don't know, dog.
1: Kind of glad I left. Also was already glad I left. Whatever. Fuck that guy. Also,
0: this is happening because he left. So like, listen
1: correct like you and I hope all of them texted back you did this to us motherfucker heart (laughs) move from group chats
0: (laughs) yeah why was hopefully he wasn't even in the group chat hopefully he was out of the group chat
1: fingers crossed um but but before one one last thing I want to talk about because it's about my favorite my favorite human oh yeah go ahead Mr. Cam Atkinson had his 600th game today as a Columbus Blue Jacket, officially um, joining the ranks of former captain and Blue Jackets legend, Rick Nash. Um, And it was just so exciting. I was so happy he got a goal for his 600th game. Um, In his post-game interview, he said that his mom and dad got to be here for it and obviously his wife and their two kids, Um, and that's such, I mean, it's such an accomplishment for a young organization to have now two players that have played 600 or more games strictly as Blue Jackets, Um, and again, one of the things that made me fall in love with this team is is the dedication is the fact that you have someone like cam atkinson saying he started his career here and he wants to end his career here um that's just really it's such a good you know a good representation of what columbus stands for and what the blue jackets want to build as they continue to grow as a franchise um so yeah congratulations to cam 600 games is awesome and hopefully many many more um and hopefully one day we're seeing number 13 hanging in the rafters alongside rick nash one day when we undoubtedly uh indoctrinate rick nash as well uh
0: got to do that one first
1: exactly i'm not i'm not having cam jump jump the line rick nash is obviously first but but no, just such an exciting, and his wife posted the cutest picture of them before he left for the game. They got like the 600 balloons and their boys were wearing number 13 jerseys and it was so cute. So, plus he liked our tweet. So congratulations, Cam. We we, we are a Cam Atkinson Stan podcast. So,
0: And if we weren't, Laura would kill me.
1: That's true. That is very true.
0: I had to bite my tongue when you were talking because I was like, A bold assumption to think that Cam Atkinson is getting his number retired, but nevertheless, um, the Blue Jackets I go into you're some... insane. Oh no. no.
1: We're going to talk about this. He currently has like so many of the franchise records. He's the second longest playing Blue Jacket.
0: He like has active records because he's not, like, and he has the records that, like, don't matter, right? Like, he has the records that are, like, shorthanded goals, like, aren't really that, like, I mean, like, it's cool, like, it's a cool statistic, but it's, like, like, people have questions about whether or not Rick Nash should be, have his number retired, and, like, on the retired number scale, like, Rick Nash is, like, a lot higher than So like, what, like, that argument in my head is, like, cam's gonna have to do like a lot more and play for a lot longer and maybe even like win a stanley cup or become a captain of this team and like take this team places before that conversation starts happening i'm hopeful that it could but i don't think it i don't think we're anywhere near there yet
1: i didn't say we were near he's still actively playing i'm
0: just saying i'm just saying that like i didn't want to start that fight but you made me start that fight so
1: and listeners, I'm just I'm just saying that Jeremy likes to birth my bubble and it's not fair or fun.
0: So <laughs> we shall see. Maybe I, I will take you to that game. I don't care where we live or how like far apart we are. We will go to that game if that should happen. We'll get glass seeds, we'll sit close to as close to the ice as humanly possible.
1: Negative, Nancy.
0: A realistic Randall.
1: Okay, we don't need to be realistic when we're <laughs> congratulating the man <laughs> on an accomplishment.
0: That is true. I am very excited for him. We love Cam Atkinson, and this is a Cam Atkinson stand podcast. I just, we agree on 99.9% of things. What fun is I it just, if we do 100%? Listeners,
1: I just want you to know that I'm just like physically glaring into the camera on my laptop because I don't, <laughs> I'm like not looking at Jeremy right now. <laughs>
0: I'm so weak. Anyway, the Blue Jackets play tomorrow. Uh, hopefully, you know, a similar result. And if it's not a similar result, that's okay. Hopefully, it's just another good opportunity to learn and to grow. Uh, hopefully, the folks who are staying hot or who are are hot continue to stay hot and that things go well. Laura, do you have any final thoughts to wrap up?
1: You have no more final thoughts, but I can give our plugs.
0: I love that. Plug us away, my friend.
1: Yes, follow us on social media, on Twitter and Instagram. We're at SubjectivelyPod. Um, Doing great on Twitter. Uh, We have, although, and this is because I'm like OCD, we lost a Twitter follower today and upset me. So I went on a like follow spree, try and gain the number back.
0: Was it a porn star that unfollowed us?
1: No, I got rid of all those people. (laughs) Asshole. (laughs) jeremy and i are fighting y'all um but no like obviously we've said it time and time again twitter interaction is great big shout out to uh, romeo's pizza as per usual um even though they ge- shouted us out with the wrong twitter name today
0: i would say you're gonna have to start paying they're gonna have to start paying us if we keep shouting them out on this podcast
1: i just love them they're- listen i
0: do i do too or just pay us some free pizza
1: that's true We could. We need to redeem the one that we have first, I think. Um, So, but yeah, great on Twitter. Um, Getting there on Instagram. Uh, People seem to like when I post memes of things. So that's a fun time for me now to look for memes. And also I'll do more videos and such. I should, I need to dig through my phone and do like a throwback. Because I have a great video from when Jeremy and I were at game four of the blue jackets versus the lightning in the 2019 uh stanley cup playoffs when we swept so i have like a great video of us being there uh so i will potentially post that this week because so that's like a nice memory uh, but yeah and then rate review and subscribe on whatever podcast platform you're listening to us on uh again really hoping we haven't made any movement in the stars or the comments since we started talking about this and it's really bumming me out so just you know it's again it's not hard we just I really want to get to 15 star ratings by April 4th that's all I'm asking it's not a lot literally steal someone's phone and do it for them it's it's really easy I promise but yeah so Again, rate, review, and subscribe. Let us know if you're listening. Leave us comments. Let us know if there's any questions you have, anything you want to know. Um, yeah, we just love you guys.
0: That we do. And we also love our friends at Vigit. Uh, remem- remember that if you are interested in joining a social network for sports betters and you want to share the bets that you're making, or if you want to make free of charge bets that have no monetary value uh, and you want to just have some fun with friends and join betting leagues, I think it's the place for you and you can sign up by using promo code subjectively pod. That's C B J E C T I V E L Y P O D. Every time I spell it, I think I'm doing it wrong. And i just might be but y'all know how it's spelled all caps you've got it i have faith in you join us and we'll have fun making some bets together i gotta be honest i need to start doing that more though i need to start placing more bets because i'm not good at it so join us on dig if you are so lucky as to go down to the game tomorrow make sure that you are safe that you're well and if you're watching at home making some good snacks uh and we will come at you live tomorrow with a new episode although listen laura doesn't know this yet but it's probably gonna be a late recording tomorrow because the grammys are on and we all know that we're gonna have to tune into the grammys so um you'll you'll be getting an episode from us at some point tomorrow evening and until then wait
1: sorry (laughs) sorry i was gonna say it's okay if it's late because i'm gonna get to see harry styles perform tomorrow
0: there you go There you go. Well, until then, y'all stay safe, stay well, and we will talk to you tomorrow. Bye.